Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Good morning, Michael Paul. I humbly present you, studio audience ready, Gino Valentino. Ah, they are always, always happy to... uh to hear from you, Gene. I'm telling you that they're crazy about you, the studio audience. But anyway, oh, uh, hey, look, we had a short. Yeah, we had a short week this week, so we thought, why not we'd bring you on today? Since Friday is when you normally come on, and we're going to all be busy for a four day holiday. The station will be on automation on Friday morning, so we thought, what the heck? We'll get Gino to come with us. Hey, so what? Do you, I got to ask you this. This is uh, just popped into my mind because I saw this this morning. What do you think about Nancy Pelosi moving to your state? (laughs) Hey, well, you know, the Department of Defense, they've got this new task force they set up uh, to identify over 130 UFOs. It's called the Airborne Object Identification and Management Synchronization Group. How about that for a name? Wow. Well, they got a new object to identify now. No, all kidding aside, I got a, I got a joke for you. You know what it is? So, Governor DeSantis, our governor here in um, in Florida. So the door starts knocking, knock, knock, knock. The governor DeSantis says, "Who's there?" And uh, the voice at the door says, "It's Nancy, Governor." And the governor says, "Nancy, who?" And she says, Nancy Pelosi, I'm moving to Jupiter, Florida. And Governor DeSantis says, get the hell out of here. (laughs) Yeah. Look, this is true. This is a true story. You can't make this stuff up. The woman who had so many negative things to say about Florida and their leadership and what's going on there. And yet that's where she wants to go in retirement. We all know she's going to retire at the end of this session. She's going to be moving to Florida. How crazy is that? Oh, that's uh, <laughs> and Jupiter, Jupiter, Florida, where is where half the Trump family, half the Trump family is. So this is, I'm interested to see how this shakes out. That is unbelievable. Well, you know, it just goes to show you progressives can't wait to get away from other progressives to go somewhere warmer. They had enough of themselves. (laughs) They certainly have. Look, I want to introduce you to a guy, and his name is John T. Chisholm. And Chisholm is a Democrat who has a track record of his office. He's the district attorney for Milwaukee County, uh, Wisconsin. He has a record of releasing prolific offenders as well as not filing charges against them. Now, this guy is the guy who said back in 2007 to the Milwaukee Sentinel, is there going to be an individual I divert or put into a treatment program who's going to go out and kill somebody? You bet. Guaranteed. It's guaranteed to happen. But it does not invalidate the overall approach, the progressive approach, I might add. Now, this is the DA that let the guy out that killed all these people in the parade this past weekend on a thousand dollars bond for trying to kill his 
wife or ex-wife or girlfriend or whatever she was by running over her. Gino, uh, yeah. have people had enough of progressivism? Yeah, and the contradiction just in the judicial process is the current judge has got several million dollar bond on this this time. Five million. Making a point. Yeah, uh, as if to make a point. Arms of justice are supposed to fall evenly and fairly without regard to race, creed, economic status, or political standing. And that's what District Attorney Binger on the Rittenhouse case did, too. These guys are trying to make a name for themselves and advance their own political standing at at the expense of the defendant or your expense. And it's really at the expense of all of us. It's not just um, the defendant or, or in this case, um, individuals in Wakosha. I mean, everyone is not being treated fairly. It's it's just an, a breach of the judicial process, and I pray we get to the voting. I ask every person listening, make sure you vote these guys in or out. If this is what more of what you want, then avoid the then avoid the 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 voting uh, the voting booth. Well, you have to wonder what people in this area of the world, in Wisconsin, it's been pretty much a liberal state, you know, for a long time. There's a lot of progressive sort of movement. And, you know, the progressive movement, it, it's one of those typical left-wing kind of feel-good thing that, you know, people say, well, you know, I mean, maybe we should be trying to help these people. And maybe, you know, a, a million-dollar bond is not appropriate for somebody that killed themselves, that tried to kill someone. And maybe we should let them out on $1,000 bonds so they'll know we care and we don't want them in jail and we want them to try to do right. So it sounds oh so nice. It sounds really great when you, when you, uh, and, and, and let me say this. A lot of people on the left deal with issues on an emotional level. They, they, they feel the emotions of things when they, they should be just looking at the facts. And the facts right. are this guy had a rap sheet that, if you stand it on its end, will go through the roof. That's how much crime this guy has committed in his life, starting with petty crime all the way to felonies. Why and was he out of jail? I don't understand, Michael. I just don't understand it. You've got over 70 million people traveling this holiday weekend for Thanksgiving, and do you want some whack-job lunatic like that out on the road? I mean, why is it they want to turn justice on and off at the flick of a switch to suit a certain convenience. Aren't they? Aren't we through with this um, selective prosecution and this on-again, off-again justice? When are we going to rise up and stand for something? Here's a good saying. Uh, my dad used to say, it, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And <laughs> no this question. Is exact, that's just, this is where we're at. We are. We're here. But I'll go hey, back to my... This, how about this Boston Celtics uh, player, Ennis Cantor, standing up against his even his basketball league, uh, letting them all know, speaking of rights and justice, complaining about China and um, human rights violations over there, and uh, demonstrating it through the paintings on his sneaker. Boy, that must be driving the NBA nuts. Well, here's the thing. So once someone stands up and tells the truth and they say it out loud, 
all of these progressive ideas fall to the ground. They are meaningless. They mean absolutely nothing to a country that that built our reputation on a fair trial, on making sure that that justice was distributed equally across the country. When it's not, people recognize it, and they saw that in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Here's a young man that should never have been taken to trial, but you had district attorneys who are George Soros-elected and funded district attorneys that are trying to make a name for themselves in the progressive uh, area of, of, of politics. So, you know, here's these guys doing this to this young man who absolutely should have never gone to trial. A good DA, we got a good DA here, Lynn Carter. He would have never done this. He would have That's never right. made this happen. Yeah, the DAs, uh, many of them in Florida are just the same way. Do you suspect, Michael, that there is just a pervasive uh, movement afoot that we don't see that's been fermenting over decades? How is it that so many DAs can be um, uh, uh, persuaded to such a perverse level of thinking that's anti-democratic, anti-justice, anti-republic? How can so many of these simultaneously all at once be um, uh, uh, taunted by the George Soros's of the world. Uh, do I really have to believe that there's a major uh, insurrection afoot uh, that's going to ruin our democracy? You know, they're, they're closet communists, is what they are. And on cue, when they were told to do it, they came out of the closet. Well, if that is the case, then a lot of the silent majority better come out of the closet, too, and exercise their right of uh, their voting rights and use good discretion on getting the bad ones out and the good ones in. And um, I, I wouldn't suggest insurrection. It's technically illegal. But I do strongly ask we all get together, lock arms, and rise up against this uh, breach of democracy, which is only one generation away from being lost to Marxism, socialism, and communism. No question about it. And, and so the way to do that, the insurrection is at the ballot box next year. This is when we elect our congressmen and our senators. Some states have elections as well during that time frame. We don't in Mississippi. I don't know. Maybe Florida does. No, we have... We have uh, uh, votes almost every year. Almost every year, it depends on our chartered government and the county level, which um, which counties they are. They're generally speaking every two years, based on the county or gotcha. based on well, the office. Well, so the federal elections are next year. We elect uh, a third of the Senate and all of the Congress, and by all indications, it appears that it's going to be just a, a a Republican sweep across the board. There are a number of Democrats who recognize this who are just going to retire, including Nancy Pelosi. And unfortunately, she picked your state to move to when she retires. It's so funny how bad they hate. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm they... not laughing. What? How funny is it? It's not funny that Nancy Pelosi will have influence in Florida elections. That's That makes no sense at all because Nancy Pelosi is the last person that I would think Floridians would want to be in their state. She has ruined 
San Francisco and California, and she will ruin Florida if she has the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, uh, it, it, that I think the, the issue of a two-party system has been perverted by, um, uh, uh, so at so many levels, Thomas Jefferson's statue being removed from New York City Hall. Oh, what a terrible, terrible thing. Um, it, it, it's just, it's just the madness of the crowd kicking in by so many who have been, who have lost the respect for those grandparents of ours who died for our country to support this notion of a democratic republic. Uh, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people died in World War I, in World War II, and um, I, I have a tear in my eye when I think that their effort may be for naught. I pray not. I pray that it's not for naught. I pray that there's still enough good Americans out there who realize this is the world's best secret. When the hell are they coming here in the first place oh, yeah. uh, and storming our borders? It's hey, look. We've got something. You, you go, Gene. Gene, you know this because you're a well-traveled man. I've been all over the world, and I can tell you that no matter where you go, there are people out there that will tell you they want to get to America somehow, some way, so that they can live that dream because it's just not available to people across the planet as it is for us here. We take it for granted, but we shouldn't. Well, some of those people following the rules to becoming good citizens and working their way up the ladder through all the career opportunities we have, including the justice system, should take these prosecutorial jobs and uh, judge jobs because they'd be better in our judicial system than some of these woke, spoiled brats that are in there now, not defending the balance of uh, rights that our Constitution demands. Well, you have to wonder, and I go back to my original question when we started this segment, when will the people of these areas like Milwaukee, Wisconsin, realize that they're being duped? And if you don't believe that progressivism kills, all you have to do is look to this past weekend. Yeah. I think the distinction of the Daryl Brooks case in Wakosha and the Rittenhouse case in Kenosha, just a few miles from each other in the state of Wisconsin, are two different kinds of cases, but they articulate what we need to fix in our judicial system. No question about it. Gene Valentino, happy uh, Wednesday. It's actually Friday for all of us uh, this week. We're on a three-day week, a good holiday weekend coming ahead. Hope you have a good one with Maureen. Uh, give her a hug and tell her I oh, said hello. And likewise to Jill, I'll be thinking of a weight loss program by Monday. <laughs> All right, the Velvet Hammer, Gene Valentino. Thanks. 7.30. Good morning. Good morning, Gene. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the radio. Fox News is next, and we're back. Clock ticking, think of you. Order.